One of the causes of Tumas Yodayim, one's hands becoming impure, is if he touches Kisvei HaKodesh, scrolls of Tanakh. The reason for this decree is because people would store their truma, sanctified produce, on shelves together with the Tanakh scrolls, which are also sanctified, they're also holy objects. But this led to a situation where mice would come and nibble at the truma, and at the same time they would also nibble away at the scrolls. And in order to avoid this situation, the Chachom decreed that we consider the scrolls to be a sheni letuma, which means that if the truma has contact with them, the truma will become tome as a shvishi letuma, and it's forbidden to allow truma to become tome. And this would mean that people would stop storing their truma together with the scrolls. Now, since the scrolls are a sheni letuma, and we learned in the previous Mishnah that, at least according to Rabbi Yeshua, if one's hands touch a sheni letuma, then his hands become tome as a sheni letuma as well. So it emerges that if one's hands touches kisya kodesh, they will become tome as a sheni letuma. Others explain that the reason why one's hands become tome when they touches kisya kodesh has nothing to do with Rabbi Yeshua's opinion. It could just be it's an extension of that decree in order to prevent one bringing the truma close to the scrolls, if one touches the scrolls, we say that his hands become tome. Be it as it may, Ritsuis tefillin, imatfillin, the straps of tefillin are, are attached to the tefillin themselves, and inside the tefillin is pieces of parchment on which parts of the Torah are written. So the box of the tefillin certainly is included in the decree of Kisve HaKodesh. The Mishnah teaches that even the straps that are attached to the tefillin metamesis ayodayim would cause one's hands that touch them to become tome. However, Rishimun says that the straps of the tefillin do not make one's hands tome because the straps themselves are not part of the scroll and therefore it is not included in the decree of Kisve HaKodesh. Mr. Dalad, there is a requirement on a Sefer Torah to leave margins on top and at the bottom, at the beginning of the Sefer Torah and at the end, surrounding the actual part of the parchment on which there is writing. The margins where there is no writing is also a part of the Sefer Torah that is required, and there are different measurements given for each of the margins. Be it as it may, since this is an intrinsic part of the Sefer Torah itself, Giloyen Shabbat Sefer, a margin where there is no writing on the parchment of a Sefer Torah, Shemila Malon. This refers both to the space, the margin that is left on top of the writing of the Sefer Torah, Veshemila Maton, or that which is below the part of the parchment that is written, Shabbat Chilo Veshabbat and the margin that is left right at the beginning of the Sefer Torah and at the end, right at the end. All of these parts, Metamon and Saradayim, would also make one's hands tome if he touches that part. However, beyond the measurement that is required for these margins, if a person touches that, he would not become tome. Rabbi Yehuda says, The space that is left at the end of the Sefer Torah does not cause one's hands to become tome if he touches it, until he makes a piece of wood on which he can roll the parchment of the Sefer Torah around, the wooden part of the Sefer Torah, since that is necessary and the margin that is left at the end is really to be wrapped around that wooden part, 
So until he's actually made the wooden part, it's not considered to be fully designated as a Sefer Torah, and therefore it lacks the holiness and sanctification of a Sefer Torah, and thus the decree would not apply to that part. Mishnah Hay. In this Mishnah, we're also going to see very clearly that it's the sanctity and the holiness of the Sefer Torah, or the different scrolls, that is the root of the decree Midrabonon on Kisvea Kodesh that they should make one's hands tome. Sefer Shanimchak, a Sefer Torah, where part of the writing has been rubbed out, but there remain at least 85 letters in the Sefer Torah. Kaparshas Vayhibin Sehaharain, which is the amount of letters that are within the part of the Torah that begins Vayhibin Sehaharain in Parshas Bahalaischa. If that's the number of letters that remain in the Sefer Torah, Matamis Hayodayim, it would still cause one's hands to become Tome if he touches that. This part of the Torah in the middle of Parshas Bahalaischa is considered, in a certain sense, to be like its own Sefer its own book in and of itself, just like we have Bereshis, Shemais, we have this parasha of Ahibin Seharain. Of course, it's the shortest out of all of them, but that means that that's going to be the minimum amount of letters that we consider to be still a Sefer Torah. So that's with regards to the amount of letters that need to still remain on the Sefer Torah. On a similar note, the Mishnah says, Megillah a piece of parchment that is by itself, it hasn't yet been sewn to the rest of the Sefer Torah. Currently, it's just a sheet of parchment by itself. That there are at least 85 letters written on that piece of parchment, which is the amount of letters contained within the part of the Torah that begins, that would cause one's hands to become Tomei. Not just a Sefer Torah that was once complete, and now that's how many letters are remaining, but even if this is the amount of letters that were originally written as of now, that is significant enough for it to be something that would make one's hands Tomei. Any one of the books of Tanakh, the scrolls, would transfer impurity to one's hands, and one's hands would become a shiny little if he touches them. And this includes Shirashirim, the Koheles, the books of Shirashirim and Koheles, which were both written by Shlomo HaMelech. They are considered to be like the rest of the books of Tanakh, and therefore they would cause one's hands to become Tomei. They're included in the decree. However, Behuda says Shirashirim It's true that Shirashirim, if there is a scroll on which Shirashirim is written, it would make one's hands Tomei as a Shane Latuma, but the Koheles, the book of Koheles Machlekes, is subject to a dispute between Bishamai and Bishila, like we'll learn later on in this Mishnah. And the reason why it might possibly not cause one's hands to become impure is because it could be that the Sefer to Koheles was not written with Ruach HaKodesh with a special level of understanding beyond natural human intellect. It could be that Koheles is just considered to be from Shlomo HaMelech's high level of wisdom and intellect without the extra divine level that would turn it into a book of Tanakh. Rabbi Yossi says that actually it's not even subject to dispute. The book of Koheles, according to everybody, would not cause one's hands to become Tomei because it was not written with Ruach HaKodesh, with this divine level. It's considered just to be Shlomo HaMelech's wisdom. With regards to Shirashirim, that is an argument. 
between Bishamai and Bishelel. Rabbi Shimon Armei Rabbi Shimon says that essentially I agree with Rabbi Yehuda that Koheles is subject to a dispute, but whereas according to Rabbi Yehuda, Bishamai are the ones who say that it can cause one's hands to become impure, and Bishelel argue. Rabbi Shimon says that Koheles mekule Bishamai umechum Bishelel. This is one of the cases one of the rare cases that Beis Shammai is lenient, and they're the ones who say that it does not make one's hands tome, and Beis Hillel are stringent, and say that it does make his hands tome. The mission now adds, Omar Bishim ben Azai, Bishim ben Azai says, I have a tradition that I heard from 72 judges of the Sanhedrin, the large, based in on the day that they appointed Rabbi Azariah to be the Nosi, the head of the Yeshiva and the Sanhedrin, essentially, in Yavne, in place of Rabbi Gamliel. The Gemara Masechus Brochus discusses the exact story in great detail, but the main important detail is that until then, Rabbi Gamliel was the Nosi, and his policy was not to allow anyone except for the best students to enter into the Beis HaMedrash and to learn, and it's only when Rabbi Osman Azariah replaced him that he opened the doors to everybody, and the Gemara records how many, many benches were added to the Beis HaMedrash on that day, and because there were so many people who were now able to learn, there were many, many different laws that they had doubts with regards to them, and on that day they resolved what exactly the law should be in each of the cases. And much of the following parak is going to record different laws that were learnt or taught on that particular day. And as we'll see in the next parak, whenever the Mishnah or the Gemara refers to that day, it calls it Boibayoim, on that day. This is a very significant day that the policy of allowing everybody to enter into the Beis HaMidrash was introduced. Be it as it may, Rabbi Shimon Azai says that on that day I received a tradition from the Sanhedrin, that both Shashirim and Cheheles do cause impurity to one's hands because they are both considered to be like regular books of Tanakh. Omar Rabbi Akiva. Rabbi Akiva said, God forbid to say that somebody, a member of the Jewish people, ever thought that Shirashirim would not make one's hands tome, and that it's not considered to be one of the books of Tanakh. Because the entire world and all of history never had the Jewish people been on the level to receive Shia Shirim like the day that they did indeed receive it. They had to be on a very high level to receive this revelation, the book of Shia Shirim, because all of the books of Tanakh are considered to be holy, whereas Shia Shirim is considered to be the holy of holies. The huge, intense level of love and relationship between Hashem and the Jewish people that is described via a parable in Shia Shirim is something that stands on a incredibly high level. Its holiness is indeed huge. So certainly that is considered to be a properly sanctified book and scroll that would cause one's hands to become Tomei. The Im Nechmaku, and if the Chachomim did argue, if Beisham and Hillel did have an argument, then Lechmaku Elar Koheles, it must be that they only argued about the Sefer of Koheles, whether that was written with Ruach HaKodesh, a divine level of 
understanding or just Shlomo HaMelech's natural human intellect, albeit on a very high level, but not divine. Now, the mission ends off. Rabbi Yechanan ben Yeshua ben Chomiv Shal Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Yechanan ben Yeshua, who was the son of the father-in-law, another way of saying the brother-in-law of Rabbi Akiva, Ketivir ben Azai, the words of ben Azai are true, Kach nechleku, that they argued there was a matter of dispute, it was a subject of debate, both with regards to Shashirim and Keheles, but Vechen Gomoru, the decision that they reached ultimately was that they both are considered to be parts of the like regular books of Tanakh that would cause tumor to someone's hands. But it was a matter of discussion, at least, unlike Rabbi Akiva's opinion. The next few Mishnais record a number of laws that were taught on that day that Rabbi Lozman Azariel became the Nossi, the head of the Sanhedrin and the Yeshiva in Yavne. And most of these laws have nothing to do with Yodayim, the actual subject of the Masechta. But since something was mentioned in the previous Mishnah with regards to this, so the Mishnah records other examples of teachings that were taught on that day. So the Mishnah says, on that day, they voted and they came to the conclusion with regards to a very large sort of a bathtub or a gigantic bowl used for washing one's feet, if it is the size that it would be able to hold a volume of something between two loig and nine kav, and it developed a crack, which means that it's no longer fit for washing one's feet in it. However, it could still be used as a seat. You can simply turn it over and one can sit on it. The question is, do we view this as an item that part of its purpose is for sitting on or not? Now, what difference does it make if it's considered to be an item whose purpose is for sitting on? This is significant for the laws of Tumas Midros. Tumas Midros is a transfer of impurity that applies to certain people, like a Zov, that if their weight is supported on an item whose purpose is for supporting the weight of a person, for example, a chair or a bed, a seat, if the seat indeed supports the weight of a Zov, then it would become Tome as the level of an Avhatoma, which is the same level as the Zov himself has. And in general, when impurity is transferred onwards, it's, it goes down a level. However, with Tomas Midras, it's the same level as the Zov himself. So the bed or the seat would be an Avatuma itself. Now, even if the main purpose of an item is not for supporting the weight of a person, however, it's also used for that. For example, there are lots of different things that one is able to sit on, but it could be that's not its main function. Over here, we're talking about something that could always be turned over and used as a seat. However, that's considered to be a secondary function that interferes with the main purpose, washing one's feet. And because of that, as long as this gigantic bowl can still be used for washing one's feet, we ignore the fact that it could be turned over and used as a seat. However, once that main function goes away, because now it's cracked, and one is able to use it as a seat, according to the first opinion, Shitamea Midras. It automatically becomes something that can become Tomei via Tomas Midras because it is now designated, its purpose now essentially is just to be used as a seat. However, Shirbi Akiva Oimer, Akiva until that point had ruled Arivas Raglaim Kishma. We still consider this to be a bowl used for a person's feet, to wash his feet inside of it. 
as its name suggests, what Rabbi Akiva is coming to say is that unless one explicitly designates this for the new purpose of using it as a seat, it doesn't stop being called what it has been called until now, and that is something that serves his feet to be able to wash them. So Akiva understood that we don't say that automatically we look at it as a seat, but on that day, it was taught that we do understand that automatically it becomes something that is considered a seat and that Tumas Midros would apply to.